You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. Go Wild has recently partnered with Mountain Tough for a free 30-day workout program designed to get you in shape for turkey season called the Go Wild Challenge. Download Go Wild to sign up and let everyone know in a Go Wild post that you're joining us. Then, each time you do a workout, tag Go Wild and Mountain Tough to hold yourself accountable. Also, Go Wild will be attending the Great American Outdoor Show February 4th through the 12th. If you're in the area, stop by booth 412, meet the guys, and learn all about Go Wild. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, You can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. I feel uh, very naked because I don't have a knife. On me I right now because the because I had to fly back. Harrisburg. Yeah, oh, yeah. I had to fly back. So yeah, I'm definitely buying one there this year. I said I was going to last year and just never got out to do it. But that's you, mission number one. Yeah, you you better go on Tuesday because it is uh the the back half of the weekend is supposed to be crazy. Like mm. the weekend I'm coming back at Great American Outdoor Show. For anybody that doesn't know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> No context. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Brad's naked. <laughs> Braden's buying Braden's a knife. Buying and there's a country music concert. <laughs> Sounds like a party. <laughs> uh, what? Speaking of country music concert. Yeah. Charles Wesley. Oh, Godwin. dude. How oh, was it? You know what's funny is I forgot he was playing the show that you were going to the next day. He was in Pennsylvania the night before. Oh, was he? Yeah. Him and Cole. And so I texted Charles. And I was like, dude, you want to come to the show? I'll get you in. Because uh, we get extra passes or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, man, I got to drive back to Cincinnati to play a show. Never occurred to me that you were gonna going to be at the show. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I didn't even tell him. Yeah. Um, I actually texted Blake hoping he would be there. Because um, my sister and her fiance are dancing to one of Cole's songs. And so I was hoping he could arrange like a little mm-hmm. howdy duty. Oh, uh, that would have been he cool. He didn't end up going. Yeah. That would have been cool. It was fun though, man. It was a good show. Charles puts on a fantastic show it's awesome. it's unreal dude it's high energy he's got a, a bunch of pieces in the band so there's a lot of stuff going on the whole time and they're so well rehearsed yeah like dude, if you ever solid. get a chance to check out charles wesley godwin live do it he's new, been touring with zach album coming it, it, does he yeah. that's awesome so he's been touring with zach uh brian so a lot of you guys listening probably are familiar with zach from his yellowstone he's apparently in the new season of yellowstone which i haven't finished or whatever so uh but yellowstone's also what made zach bryan famous um I didn't know that. which i will continue to argue with blake about he's like no it was a," uh, and he's got something and i'm like no dude literally the guy went on yellowstone <laughs> yeah or he, he met the music producer at yellowstone and she's like you're great i'm gonna make you famous and she did yeah. and then boom he's like selling out red Friends rocks places yeah yellowstone yeah. also really boosted the uh the beaver market the beaver market oh, really because yeah. everyone wants 
cowboy hats like Yellowstone. Oh, and they're all made from beaver felt, so the, the price of beaver has gone up significantly. Is that good for you? Good year to be a Derek. If I can find a buyer. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're saying is, Derek, give us your cell phone number right now, and we'll get if you're buying <laughs> beavers. How about this? <laughs> Just contact me on Goat Wild. Yeah, there you go. If you're interested in buying All right, all right. Beavers. I'll give you Derek's cell phone number. Hang on. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, so Charles was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did Cole full band or no? Uh, he did, yeah. It was Wolfpin with him again. Nice. Oh, uh, and I actually, I don't, I'm not sure about the drummer. I don't think I noticed who the drummer was. Mm close enough when he played for us but uh yeah Wolfpin was there that's awesome uh yeah so we left me eric and dan left on wednesday to drive up um and now i need a f-250 like asap because that thing was amazing (laughs) dude uh my dad has one that he will not let me drive uh for whatever reason i think he knows how i know know. how many tickets shotgun in your truck 40 pullovers or something 24 and counting uh i've only had like seven tickets that's a pretty good ratio (laughs) that cleavage Um, gets out of it (laughs) yeah Whatever yeah. it takes. He cries a little. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, I'm gluten stick. intolerant. I have to poop. You got to love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just pinch my kids right before the cop gets up there, and they're all screaming, and he's like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, no, uh, but the that truck was awesome, pulling the trailer. So much better than my SUV because um, it – I mean, it's built to pull like 15,000 pounds, I think. So that trailer – you could go like 100 if you wanted to, and you can't even tell the trailer's back there. Yeah. Mm. That's good. The, there were it was a flawless setup up until oh, no. the last night. Everything went great. We got like the whole booth was set up and we were merchandising, which for anybody that doesn't know what the heck I'm talking about, like we're set, setting up to sell product, right? We had everything set up and we were starting to merchandise on day 1. And I'm like, "Holy smokes, we're going to be done in half a day the next day." Well, we were leaving. That was supposed to be our chill night. <clears throat> um, the the night we finished, we, it was like we were going to be done early, be able to go out and take our time, right, with the night. Um, we come out and we have to move the trailer from where it is into the trailer lot. You guys remember? There's like a trailer uh, yeah. exhibitor yeah. lot, right? So I come out and I didn't realize how much colder it had gotten. Uh, it had, the temperature had dropped like 20 degrees, apparently. When I was here, the trailer lock, that, that lock design gets frozen a lot. And I'll just dump a little bit of hot water on it, which is not great if it's like single-digit weather, right? But at 30 degrees, it's fine. Well, I did that before I left, and I think oh, no. where down here it was like 32 degrees, right? It wasn't that cold. When we got up there, the temperature climbed a little bit, and then it went way down. So I think the water that I put on there two days prior had thawed out and f- sunk deep into the mechanism of this trailer hitch lock. And so it was going nowhere. And so I didn't, I, again, didn't think about it, came out, like put a little water on the lock, instant freeze. Like as soon as it was hitting, it was freezing. Mm. And so Dan and I start like, like not, it wouldn't not let, that made it all that much worse because it was already frozen where you couldn't get it in the, lock, the key even in. It's a circle lock. Yeah. Heat the key. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. we did that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Didn't work. No. There was two hours. <laughs> he did <of>, longer. <laughs> for two hours, Dan and I oh concocted every which way you can think 
And you're standing outside in the cold this whole Five time? Five degrees. <laughs> oh, <coughs> With wind chill. And, and the uh, I forgot gloves. Erica did too, but she bought some gloves at a gas station that I pretty much wore the whole time. I think I'm going to have to buy them <laughs> off of her because now they smell like burnt plastic for what I'm about to tell you guys. Oh, boy. Oh, so Dan and I are coming up with everything, and we looked up the, the, the heating the key is apparently the best yeah, route. That's, that's a hot tip if you're dealing with a frozen lock <coughs> in yeah. normal circumstances. We did that, Heat though. the key, not the lock. We were doing that. The problem with those circle locks, is it still has to be able to rotate down low mm-hmm. and to clear like it wouldn't we could get it uh at the end of this story i had gotten it 90 percent of the way and then it all froze up again mm-hmm. and it actually it jammed so hard with either burnt plastic or something that it wouldn't go even go in so the burnt the key wasn't working and so i devised what i can only describe is either a flute or a bong, whichever one you're more familiar with. So Dan had one. You know, Dan's always drinking those weird drinks. He had left one in the truck. I cut the top of of it, and at the bottom, like you were going to shotgun a beer, I cut a thumb size hole in this thing, and I I put paper in it like to get it get a fire oh, going. No. And I'm I'm using playing this thing like a flute basically, or chugging a beer, whatever one you want to think of. So I'm putting my mouth towards the hole, pushing the heat onto the lock. That was what was working the best because the, the, the key thing that Derek mentioned was that there was so much moisture in there. It was, and it, like I said, it was going down and locks just melting to the bottom and then refreezing immediately. We couldn't keep the key hot enough to get it done. But this was working, but it's also melting some of the plastic around the lock. And it was blowing all that ash into there. So now it's refreezing with oh, the. Goodness. It's so gummed up at this point. We call a locksmith. After like an hour and a half, Erica, the sensible one, is like, can we not even call a locksmith? Because me and Dan are stubborn. We're like, no, we're getting this done. You know, we had tried. I would put alcohol gel on it and tried to light that to get it to ignite. Um, We had tried. Derek's like, yep. Dude, we (laughs) Me and Dan, we we had tried uh, lighting it. Dan lit a cigarette and was holding it to it. Uh, You know, there's literally. Cigarettes solve all of Dan's problems. (laughs) We we were going. uh, We put the truck exhaust up to it. For mm-hmm. for about uh, thirty minutes running, that's a good, good way idea. to heat your house too. Well, so that's we, a joke, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan and I started. Th- Dan goes, I kind of think the vapor off the exhaust might be refreezing, yeah. oh and I'm like, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, that might be because like, I mean you could only get so close with the exhaust. Mm-hmm. So, dude, we went through the gamut on trying everything, wow. and we tried the key heat thing for the whole hour and a half that we were working on this. And finally, after the we called the locksmith and they're like, oh yeah, we don't do circle locks; those are too hard to pick. And it's like, mother of God, I would have paid them to come cut it off at this point because we realized that we were gonna have to drive out to Walmart, which was thirty minutes away, mm-hmm. and then we were gonna have to buy an angle grinder, which was gonna cost us around two hundred dollars total once we were all in, and then we were gonna have to drive back and and. All the all the problems, right? Grind it and then return well, the grinder. But then we get going out there. Dan go, Dan's going. Maybe we'll get lucky and the battery's gonna be charged. And I go, Oh, dude, I hadn't thought about this. There's no way that battery's gonna be charged in the single grinder, and it wasn't. So we go home. We charge the battery overnight. Uh, get to the show. We had to get to the show an hour early just because yeah. we didn't know what was gonna happen with this. Like if it's a situation that we're dealing with. Uh, well, to back up, the reason we had to get there. So the, I told you that we had to move the trailer for the NRA. Then already host the event. We asked the dude the night before. It's like, yo, dude, Erica went and found him. She's like, 
our trailer is stuck. It is the lock is stuck, and he's like, "Well, did it rain?" <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, but it's like I don't want to leave it here either. This is not good for anybody. Um, and he's like, "Well, you got until nine a.m." Like he drew a hard line in the sand. Tough guy. But then the next day we came in, um, and and we cut. And Dan's out there. I got video. I have to post it. Of Dan's going to town on this thing with the angle grinder cutting through, which worked. We got the lock off. It was yeah. hardened steel though. So did it's you like, buy another lock? Yeah. So, uh, just water all over the There was, I I skipped over the AutoZone trip where we bought $75 (laughs) worth of stuff. We bought, we bought lock de-icer. We bought WD-40. We bought all the things. There goes all our profit from Gale. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. $75 killed us. Dang Uh, it. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, mean, literally, you remember last year we broke a TV and we're out $300 before we even started. I broke the TV. Uh, then, then this happened and it's like, okay, we're out another 300 bucks. But what's funny is we get the lock cut off and this Cadillac Escalade had parked and I saw the guy go into the show right before and there's, I mean, there's 14 acres of booth. So it's like, he's probably in that hall somewhere, but you guys know how many booths are in that hall. I'm like, I'm not going around trying to find the guy that's driving the Escalade. So we went and told the NRA and he goes, oh, no big deal. And I'm like, we spent two hours last night trying to get this thing off. And then, you know, I come to you this morning, he's like, oh, no big deal. So the guy was nice. He, he's a good guy. But it was just kind of funny because we were out there. My hands, dude, were so cold. Uh, Dan was out there dying. Dan was the trooper with me. Erica uh, probably making TikToks in the truck of us, probably. you know, uh, doing all this. But that was that was the funny, like, the the way it all started. I'm like, it was so perfect up until we came out and couldn't move the lock. So or the couple, a couple takeaways. Don't pour water on locks that are going to freeze. I still would Eat, do that. and use Vaseline. Uh. Yeah, well, that's why we bought the de-icer grease mm-hmm. and then the WD-40. Uh, I don't drive around with Vaseline personally. I don't know about you, Derek. Oh, but well, I'm uh, saying like <laughs> with this new lock, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. grease it up. Grease it up with yeah. some Vaseline. Um, the, the, uh, we did not buy a circle lock again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yep. it is a hardened steel lock, but it's, yeah, went a different model. Because this has happened with this one every other time. Uh, normally in 30 some degrees, I haven't had any, pro- this is the first time I've had this problem, yeah. but I've kind of known it was coming. Like I've been like, Oh, this, this lock design's really bad. This is going to mm-hmm. bite me one day. And then it bit us at the worst possible time. So. Usually when that stuff happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was not good. <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll Vaseline up my, my key and get it in there and praise Derek while I'm, <laughs> when I go back up. Um, but other than that, first day of Gaos was great. Uh, we had a really good day for sales and meeting people we had a whole crew of kids come up all of them wearing go wild shirts yeah i saw that uh you oh you guys weren't there it was the first weekend um there was a mom that came up last year and was like oh my gosh it's the go wild team and she was so excited to meet everybody she took our picture pictures with us was texting her son he couldn't be there and he had told her to go find us it was the only booth that he wanted her to go see dude and so he was there this year though and he's Mm -hmm. like my uh, you probably don't remember but my mom and i was like i know exactly where you're going (laughs) because i remember this lady because it was so cool how excited she was yeah Uh, but then so the you know we met um i met a couple different guys uh there's, there's quite a few guys came through on the first day and then um by now, I'm guessing, I don't know when this is going to release. I guess after the show's already done. Yeah. Um, but so Bo, Bo Martonic's coming in today. We got Paul and Andrew, I think, in the booth from O2. Houndsman XP guys are coming up. You guys are leaving tomorrow. Yep. And then I'm back on Friday. So we're right next to Colt, which That's is cool. cool. It's cool. Yeah, they, uh, they got a big presence. It's like a shot show style booth. Nice. That's um, cool. That's what I always tell people. Like, 
this is probably their old shop booth. That's what Dan and I were talking about. Like it's a little worn. Um, it's, you can tell it's well-traveled, but I almost guarantee this was a shot or like a, some type of NRA, like an NRA show booth. Like this is probably the one they take to the NRA. Yeah. I mean, it's got a 20 foot tall yeah, sign. Tall. Yeah. yeah. Huge sign on it. Yeah. Um, they took that corner right next to us. That, that 10 by 10 right there. Yeah. That 10 by 10 became a 10 by 20. Oh, they extended or maybe, the row? maybe even a 20 by 20. They extended the row? I, I think or? the row may have – some of the rows may have shifted. Hmm, cool. So we still got the same guys across from us. Oh, uh, did you see Doc? Doc's Doc. not there. Oh, uh, but he might he might come in later in the week. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so good good crew. NRA does such a nice job. Wayne LaPierre, the CEO of the NRA, came through mm. and came up, like gave me his personal card, and he's like, I want to thank you for exhibiting. Oh, cool. You know, you guys make this show – and uh, he was doing that to everybody. He went. I, awesome. I thought that was actually. There's a thousand exhibitors there. Yeah. So if he did that, I mean, it would take times. it would take hours to go yeah. through. He had a. He stayed. I, I thought he was just going to say hi and go, but he like stopped and talked to us for a couple minutes. Hmm. Um, but he was very very. I, I even thought about him before the show, and I was like, I bet none of those guys come to this thing because it's like you know what I mean. What are they really going to do? It's not like the NRA event, which is coming up here in a couple months. But yeah, he was there walking around. That's cool. That's Had cool. a handler. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> just one kind of though. A big deal. <laughs> yeah, but that was before the the actual show started. Yeah. Oh, okay, so. just for the exhibitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was walking around just saying hi to the exhibitors. Yeah, I don't think he could walk the. F- I mean, he'd probably get clobbered. Right. With, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Doctor Oz. That's true, but he was campaigning. <laughs> yeah, he was campaigning. Yeah, didn't pan out. He but. wanted <laughs> to see everybody. Maybe Wayne Lapierre's campaigning a, l- yeah. in, in a little bit. And th- I mean, I guess that's part of what he's doing is relationship building. Yeah. But that can be our barometer. We'll just start seeing famous people. Be like, huh? We'll see them on the campaign trail in a couple <laughs> years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was good though. You guys are gonna have a good time. Did yeah, you walk uh, around at all? That's my <laughs> no. Oh, man, I, uh, dude, you couldn't. Um, yeah. Wayne, Wayne said they were expecting more people than last year by based on some of the metrics they're seeing. And that concert is the last weekend. I can't remember who's playing, but he said that that's going to be the biggest weekend. So yesterday oh was a little slow, though. Uh, foot traffic was slower. Mm. Um, in general, Dan and Erica said there just weren't as many people carrying stuff. Like people weren't really there shopping. They were just kind of hanging out. And, Maybe they know. went, spent money Saturday, and then just came back to I think there's a lot of people stroll. that two-day it, yeah. Yeah, so um but we still had a good day yesterday. So yeah. what's been what's been moving? What have people been interested Dude, in? Dude, the garments. I mean, mm-hmm. we're the only garment retailer at that show and people don't believe us when we tell them that and they leave and they go walk around for 3 hours and they come back and buy the garment that I told them about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Dan Dan, I'm just telling you now likes to take credit for all sales <laughs> he, he you know me and jacob won't let him get away with dude that. He, he literally <laughs> thinks he's like i i i talked to that guy first and i'm like <laughs> okay cool uh did you close him yeah no okay. I, 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 a competition i'm like dan it's not like i take credit for building the company that you showed up to five years later and, and say <laughs> i i did it first you know it's like this is not i keep telling him i'm like this is bad leadership dan uh wow. you, you, you're not being a good team member because this one guy dan sold the guy uh uh, Garmin Messenger, the new Enrich yeah. deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those things are and, cool. Yeah, they're super cool. And the guy came back, and I sold him another Messenger and a Garmin 700i. Why did he buy a multiple? Well, because there were multiple guys going out on this oh, trip. Okay. Uh, they were going on a hunt together, and they were asking us, like, we were kind of built, going through the strategy of what they need to, to yeah. navigate. Yeah. 
because they're going deep backcountry. Yeah, they can text I each sold other. the guy two devices. Dan sold him one. He goes, well, that was my sale. <laughs> I was like, no, it wasn't. He goes, well, I told him he should buy one of those. I was like, he came back, and I talked to him for 15 minutes. You know, The, the guys even said, because they heard Dan joking about it after the first time, that Dan told me that was his sale. Yeah. Uh, they came back, and they go, that wasn't his sale. That was your <laughs> sale. Oh, <laughs> so, but Dan, Dan got super competitive. That's good. Uh, yeah. So That's good for sales. It's a normal Dan move. Yeah. yeah, but it's a it, it's such a fun event. I mean, I always like I said, if you want to see shot show style booths and and presents, go to the the Great American Outdoor Show because that Colt booth's a great example. But that's not even close to the biggest booth there. I mean, there's some massive booths in our hall. Um, you guys will probably get a chance to go walk the floor because you've got so many people in the booth tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. You should walk it before you even really set up because uh, Tuesday's going to be the slowest day for you. Yeah. And then Wednesday, I, I went back and looked at our sales data, and it's just like after Tuesday was our worst day last year. Yeah. And then it went up, 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 yeah. and then Jacob and I had that huge day when you were sick. Uh, that was the that was the thing that tipped the scale. I, did, I wasn't in the booth. So. Yeah. <laughs> stayed away. Well, stayed away. the Sunday Me coughing and like, Sunday was dying. good too. And I thought I was through it, and then my flu symptoms all sunk in at the last like hour of yeah. that show. So near um, death. Yeah, near death. But I tell you what, man, I'm glad to. Uh, I, it's fun meeting people, but I'm, I'm kind of glad to be almost done with show season. Cause mm-hmm. it just like my daughter has hugged me nonstop. Cause she Aww. missed me so much. And like, she, she, she's like, I'm hugging you all week so that we can, uh, to catch up. And then you have to leave again. So it's like that. This one That'll was, this one was a little tougher than shot show was. Um, I don't my, Well, I am. I left and my son was sick yeah. and, uh, dumped all that on my wife and it, it's just a lot. So yeah. I, I love you go out members and getting to meet you guys, but, uh, going to be looking forward to being home for a couple months yeah. <laughs> yep. okay. after it's all said and done. So, um, yeah. Build up all that family time before Turkey season. That's yeah. right. You I gotta know. Bank that away. Yeah, yeah I know. It's that's true. Yeah. People are like, are you guys going to the Ohio deer and expo or the Wisconsin or whatever? It's like, man, we don't yeah. even go to the Kentucky one. Cause yeah. it's just, there's too much going on. Yeah. So maybe yep. one day. Yeah, I've been we, listening to that uh, How to Hunt Turkeys podcast that Paul launched on the Sportsman's Empire. Dude, it's so good. It's already, like, charting in the top 30 of outdoor podcasts. Like, it's it's above the O2 podcast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's a really good show. Like, you show up and know exactly, like, you're going to hear about turkey hunting. And he's got, like, I mean, a it's sick even in line. the name. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. How, how, um, how long are the episodes? Um, hour 20 yeah they're a little over an hour and it's so, like super in the weeds like he who's is he to talking to guests or is mm-hmm. he he's yeah. got a different guest every week yeah that's cool yeah Who, who's he talked to so far uh <sighs> if i was better with names like yeah tell you. i can't remember names yeah. but the one i'm listening to right now that i just finished is cam something um i can't remember he's like 27 he's down south and he kills like a million turkeys and but like paul was going over like every single like detail of gear and it wasn't like what choke do you do you use? Oh, this one. Okay, cool. What this is like? Okay, why? Like, have you tried others? Like, what do you recommend? Da, da, da. And like, they spend so much time in the weeds on everything, and it's getting ready for. I've already told Derek I got to buy some new pants because <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about like camo iridescence. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hadn't. That's. I guess I had heard people kind of talk about that, but I didn't realize it was such a big deal for turkeys, which makes tons of sense. But mine are like rainproof. They're waterproof ones, and they're kind of like that sh- 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 material. Totally, they gotta be shiny. So well, so there's also that Atsco soap. Mm-hmm. It's their label design is wild. Like you, when you see it, you'll know it. But they have I forget what it's called. It's like non or 
non-uv enhancers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it doesn't brighten up the colors because a lot of like your regular soap will actually brighten colors on your clothes yep but that soap does not me and brain were talking about that this morning yeah He's like, I only wash my camo in water for that reason. And yeah. sometimes you use the dead I'll downwind use the dead downwind detergent when stuff starts getting like real rank. But I generally, and this something I picked up from turkey hunting, like in the early 2000s, me and dad like watched this like Will Primos video on how to hunt turkeys and like watch that thing every night for, you know, weeks. And so that's where I picked it up and then I've applied it to all my hunting clothes, but I just wash it in water and then occasionally use a little bit of that dead downwind detergent. But, um, yeah, it's just something we picked up. Yep. So turkey one hour season, of baby. Well, yep. podcast learning something. I'm sure. And I told Derek, I was like, those pants are why I didn't shoot a turkey last year. I know <laughs> yeah. for a fact that's what it was. <laughs> Can't be anything else. Yep. <laughs> I, I just go out and I like bag a bunch of leaves and just dump them on me, Braden. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a horrible idea. Yeah. Natural, <laughs> natural camo. Yeah. They'll never hear me getting my gun ready. And, hey, you know. that, that sound at the right time could bring. That's a true. In. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I've I've gotten a lot more. Since I hunted with Tony Caggiano a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot more aggressive on those sounds. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, when me and Paul actually were hunting turkeys last year. We unfortunately were not able to seal the deal on this bird, but we were able to get one in fairly close. And I think that us doing scratching and making some noise is kind of what did it for us on that bird. Let me know if he has any evening hunt episodes, because that's probably how I'm going to be hunting a lot this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, they talked a little bit about it, but not much like... Or just how you kind of like pick a spot where you think they're going to go roost, basically. Yeah, I know like, where they're roosting. That part I got. He said that's more of like if you you can run a gun. A lot of people run a gun like morning to afternoon, um, and then like your evening afternoon evening sits are usually where you're actually like take a chair into the woods, get yep. comfy, and don't move. Similar to deer hunting. Yeah, yeah that's what they were saying. Yeah, the uh, I'm 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 probably gonna just because I've got two weekends with cub scout stuff that yeah. are well one's cub scout and one's something else i don't even remember i, I think my son's birthday's in there or something i don't know <laughs> uh, the, might need to figure that out well i know what it is i but i think i, I think that's well i know that's going to take up one of the weekends um so i'm, I'm just like i'm going to be doing it during the week and i actually liked it last year being able to leave here you know a little late lunch leave and yeah. then drive out and be set up and ready to roll with three hours of daylight left yeah, yeah that's the cool thing about in the spring hunting turkey i mean you have so many hours of daylight yeah yeah when i was younger i would try to hunt like every hour a day during turkey season and that gets you get tired quick doing that yeah i mean i'm excited for turkey season but i'm more excited for trout season yeah. are you even gonna go turkey hunting this year <laughs> oh yeah okay i did last year no i didn't last no, you didn't year. i did every, last every year. week like every monday we'd be like did you get out and you're like no, no i'll get out this <laughs> it week. goes fast man it's only oh. three weeks that's why i'm saying i'm going out in the middle of the week i've got to get out to the new farm and scout yeah. this one creek bed because i think it's a good spot for turkeys to come from this huge woods and and roost in this creek. get out there like 30 minutes for daylight and just walk yeah. Hit them with hit them with some mm-hmm. calls, you not turkey ahead. calls, not turkey calls. Yeah, shot gobble. Yeah, you can go ahead and get out there and do that now too. I mean, they're already starting to get vocal. Yeah. I got a I got a crow call. You could borrow. I'll just it takes a little I'll bit of practice. Like Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry for your eardrums. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all right. That's pretty good, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah, so. it blew out my ears, but that was actually pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, so but yeah. I am really excited to get back down 
to the the big rainbows coming up the creek yeah, that dude. we got into two years ago because we didn't get that them. was two years ago we didn't yeah. get them last year no we, no, did we didn't hit them like so we brought the curvich we were like hey bro like you yeah. gotta come up like this was a great whatever and then he came up and we had like a very average day yeah. and yeah. it's kind of like all I right i'm gonna head out <laughs> i think that was the day i caught him i caught some after he left yeah and I went back up and started hitting them. But yeah, I think I caught two the whole day. It was pretty weak. I'm ready for some of that. Do a little bit of that, and then I'll be ready for turkey. And yep. then the old green fish. Be ready to run. Well, well, I'm getting wrinkle. ready for crappie also. We're, I'm yeah. going to try to hit Spring them earlier crappie. than I normally do this year. I'm, I mean, in like a week and a half, I'm hoping to have the boat in the water for crappie. So. Well, so where you fish, my mm-hmm. it's actually Rita that uh, comes mm-hmm. in and cleans the office her brother tony goes out to taylorsville and fishes for crappie a lot mm-hmm. and what they do is they troll with bandit 300s okay big, big deep diving crankbaits yeah and they get out on those channels and off the points and stuff and troll those big crankbaits huh. around and yeah. find them might so try, that. try that yeah hmm. troll them. a little faster than just sitting on a brush pile yeah yeah i mean we'll usually get out yeah we'll march beginning of april like right before turkey season and i'll hit them but me and jake at work at the fire department we both decided this year we're going to try to get out early early for them try to get those pre-spawn slabs get mad at them yeah so (laughs) that's we got a date picked out already and uh yeah i've already been messing with the boat a little restringing ultralights so heck yeah it's coming up it's the most beautiful. Well, I don't want to say most beautiful time of the year. There's two of those, yeah. but it's a beautiful time of the year. So did you guys see the China balloon news? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan's been keeping. You know, Dan's always. Oh, been like, he's in the weeds. Oh on yeah, that. I, like something will have just happened. I'll be like, dude, did you see we just shot down a balloon? He's like, yeah, and it had 76 gigs of data on there, <laughs> and the 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 they're concerned it's radioactive and it's washing up on the like. I'm just making this up. Oh, but, okay. No, I was like, I hadn't but, heard like, that. <laughs> no, Dan just always like real time knows a lot of weird stuff, and I, I don't yep. know if he's like Neuralinked or something. He follows some weird websites. Yeah. So like, as soon as that happened, though, Dan knew everything about this balloon. I'm like, are you working for the government? Probably. It would, but, add, it would make sense. Yeah. It's, it's inspired my new company. <laughs> I'm going to create a, the weather balloon for hunting. It's going to be W-H-E-T-H-E-R, whether or not you should hunt. I'm going to put a thermal on there. Okay. We'll just send it up, and it'll uh-huh. like find the bedding areas. It's going to memorize it, map it, okay. send you back, and just tells you where to go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Take the so. hunting out of hunting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make it just super easy. It just syncs to your OnX or your Spartan Forge, yeah. whatever you got. Yeah. And it just says, go sit here mm-hmm. at this time, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, bring this exact caliber. It'll tell you okay. exact caliber based on the size of the deer. It's like, okay. now you definitely <laughs> want to go a little bit more than that 6.5. It's a big boy It's here. a big boy. <laughs> so that's my, new, that's my new company I get. Sadly, I think a lot of people out there think that that's how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, it's a niche market, but yeah. uh, I'm, that's what I'm going for. They're yeah, going to be like a subscription service. Like, you can't just get this for free, right? Yeah, like, well, you can launch it but then you got to subscribe to get the data oh so, hold on so i would buy my own balloon you're not flying several balloons well, around collecting it in your own it's database a flexible business model brady okay. so right. uh you know it's either twenty thousand dollars for a balloon and a free subscription or it's like uh five thousand dollars a month i haven't decided yet <laughs> goodness so yeah good for you still in the early phases it's still early phases yeah. you know well, the name might change too i, I kind of like weather balloon that's pretty smart honestly <laughs> 
You know, one thing that I thought was kind of funny about that whole report is that the F-22 Raptor is what they sent up. Mm -hmm. And this is the first, like, combat shot that they've made with that jet. It was was shooting down a balloon. (laughs) (laughs) It's like billions of dollars in research for this jet. What I don't understand is they were saying that, like, at first they were like, well, it's too high for us to shoot down. It's like if people are sitting on the ground filming them with their cell phones – and posting it on social media, it's not too high to shoot it was down. Probably spotting scopes. It was <laughs> six. It was way 60, up there. Sixty thousand. Yeah, that's like twice as high as a commercial jet, though. Yeah, but we got like fighters that can like almost <coughs> go to space. We got space what, force. What's yeah, funny to me? Space what is space force, force doing? <laughs> the funny. How are these guys not? This is their time yeah. to shine. Listen, I don't know anything about that stuff. I just think it's funny <laughs> that China was like, "Oh no, that's just a weather balloon. We just lost place or track of it." And I'm like, no. I don't buy that. There's uh, like zero percent of that that's true. Well, and they were even saying like the equipment, the payload equipment was not what is usually on weather balloons. Yeah. And yeah, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Why buy are they it. using a balloon? Pretty good guys. Why are they using a balloon? Just, I mean, they got satellites. I'm sure they have satellites. Well, exactly. That's yeah. why they're saying like this is definitely not like you guys could have done what you're saying with a satellite. Yeah. Like this is definitely so, like they'll never surveillance. expect a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It totally worked. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. They're like, yeah, uh, let's let's just slap a turkey. Lo- like, sorry, the country. Like, put somebody else's flag on it. They'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll never know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so one ask for you guys: if you've made it this far through all this nonsense, uh, you clearly like the show. And we've realized that we are not very good um, at all the other things. that we, We're really good at sounding dumb and hopefully entertaining to the end of an episode, but we're not really good at all the other stuff you're supposed to do, uh, which is why we joined, partially why we joined Sportsman's Empire to get their help with that. But Braden realized this morning that we never asked for podcast reviews, which I think is a good point. So if you uh, are a regular listener and you've made it this far, my one ask, I haven't asked you guys for anything for like how many episodes, Braden? 70 episodes? Coming up uh, on like 65. 65. Yeah. So this is our first ask, and it's simply to give us a, uh, a review and some good commentary about why you like the show on your review. Uh, that's, does it matter if it's Apple's preferred, I think, right? Cause Spotify and Apple are Spotify and Apple are the two big ones. So if you're listening elsewhere and you got another review platform, that's cool. Yeah. But if you guys could review the podcast, just leave us a good review if, if you like it. I mean, if you don't like it and you're don't like, man. Don't leave us a review if you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it if, if you want it to be a two-star review because you don't like Derek's mustache, just send that to Derek. Yeah. Okay? Don't, don't go wild. There's no Give reason. Give the number to, again. Yeah. Text, yeah. 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 It's five zero. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no. If you guys could give, leave us a review, it really helps the show. Uh, we're trying to grow the show with Sportsman's Empire now, and um, you know we are posting the content on. You know, it's it's hitting all of our social media accounts. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you guys are enjoying the clips of the show. But the the podcast feeds are where the entire show, only place the entire show lives. So yeah. those reviews are really important. Today, we had Braden Ware, Derek Tolls, Jacob Knight, and Brad Luttrell. So if you guys could log this on Go Wild, hit the plus sign, log time. Outdoor podcast, Uncensored up top there. You pick which episode you just listened to. Let us know what you thought. Uh, leave a review, all that good stuff. Thanks, gal.